Hi, everyone, and welcome to Foster Career Chats. I'm your host, Chris Milliken. Brought to you by the Foster Career Center, this podcast series provides career and industry-related insights specifically for the students of the Foster School of Business. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this edition of our podcast here at Foster Career Chats. My name is Chris Milliken, and I'm your host with the Foster Career Center. Today, we're here with Karen Neff from Wise Labs uh, to learn a little bit more about Wise. Welcome, Karen. Thank you so much, Chris. Really appreciate it and glad to be here. Thank you for having us. Of course. So Karen, before we get started and learn a little bit more about WISE, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself and maybe your background? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, Hello, everyone. Again, my name is Karen. I've been in recruiting most of my career, and I currently head up recruiting here at WISE. I've been here since almost the beginning. I still remember our founders uh, thinking up a name as we're getting ready to build up our first product and launch our first WISE CAM in October of 2017. Students might not be as familiar with WISE as some of us. Um, If they're paying attention to the news, they might have seen it recently, but if not, can you tell us a little bit more about WISE, who you are, what you guys do, and potentially what products you make as well? Absolutely. So WISE is a consumer IoT startup. We're based here in Kirkland, Washington. And by the end of this year, we'll be close to 200 employees. We've started with just 10. So um, over the last almost four years, we've had a lot of growth. We'll be celebrating our four-year anniversary this summer. We're best known for our $20 market disrupting WiseCam. We have over 20 products that are launched, including two software services products, our CAM Plus and our HMS, which stands for Home Monitoring Services. We also have some IP over the last four years that we have um, developed as well. Our founders, they have this vision, mission, and passion for connecting with users, being friends with them. That's kind of the token term that we use, being friends with our users and learning um, from them. We use these learning opportunities to improve our products and services. The dream is to build an entire ecosystem of products and services and make these products accessible to everyone, really building out someone's smart tech lifestyle. Awesome, thanks, Karen. And I will say, I am also a big fan of the Wise Cam, and um, I used to use it to spy on my dog, but now I'm working from home, so I don't <laughs> need it for that. Wise has been in the news recently, uh, and maybe you could tell us a little bit more about why you've been in the news and what sort of exciting things are going on. You know, year over year, we continue to disrupt the marketplace with different products, and um, and we've launched many more products. So year over year, we've launched more and more products. Like, um, you know, 2019, we launched four products that year. In 2020, we launched 13 products. And in 2021, we're projected to launch over 30 products. So it is exciting. So we've been in the news um, which is really exciting and and very humbling. So Fast Company did an article and included us in the top 10 most innovative companies in consumer electronics. And, you know, when I read that article, I was like, wow, this is so exciting that we get to be part of, you know, a top 10 list of companies and many of them big name brands that have been around for decades. And um, being part of that just feels Um, almost a sense of accomplishment for the company. I'm really proud of the company that I'm part of. And it's just nice to see all, everyone, all hands on deck, all different teams in all different areas. So that's been really exciting to see. 
Um, we were also listed on PC Magazine and we were select selected for WISE being one of the best brands of 2021, specifically in smart cameras and also lighting. So a few weeks ago, we had just launched our color bulb pack. So um, it's just nice to see that we're getting recognized in different segments of business and products, not just for our cameras. Um, and then one really big area that um, I'm really proud of our team for is our AI team. They just published their first paper. It was about data set, um, being data set aware, and it was about um, learning for face recognition. And they had built um, an AI algorithm for um, the industry that really, um, really showcased our capabilities. And for a company like Wise, a startup being almost four years old, having a published paper on AI, that was really exciting. Awesome. Thanks, Karen. That's all really exciting stuff. Um, <clears throat> as you know, Foster has a lot of entrepreneurs running around in our halls, and a lot of students are, are interested in, in the tech world, but also in startups in general. And um, I think a lot of folks would be curious to hear a little bit more about the specific culture at WISE. Um, you talked a little bit about um, what you've accomplished over the last couple of years. What sort of culture exists in order to be able to accomplish those types of things? That's a great question, Chris, thank you. The founders started the company with having that philanthropic heart to build a company to make consumer products accessible to everybody. So people who join WISE join because they share in that same passion for building great products for building products for the greater good, if you will. So when we uh, look for talent and people, we look for that similar passion in wanting to be able to engage with users and connect with users. So we try to be a people first company. Um, we never had remote as uh, part of our culture here at WISE prior to the pandemic, but we were one of the first ones to start having people work remotely. And we've found a way to make it work. So we started um, way before any requirements or mandates came in over a year ago. Um, when it comes to when business decisions are made, um, you know, we try to be the people first company. We try to think always of our users and also our wise team and making sure that we're aligned. Um, there's a story um, early on that can be found on our YouTube page called, The Future of Wise is Coming. This video gives you a glimpse of the passion our founders have for our WISE users because it tells the story about in 2018 when we had just two products that were launched, our WISE Cam and our WISE Campan, and we were looking to launch many more products. At the time, we had about 35 employees and we needed additional funding to grow. And so the story is about our journey to Series A, our commitment to our users and the decisions that we've made to where we are today. That's great, Karen. What, what would you say, though, makes WISE unique? Like when you think about <clears throat> and maybe compare um, some of the others in the, in the market that are making similar products. Another area that I think that we're unique is that when we look at launching our products, we really think about our users. So our WiseCam V3 is our most mature product line, or I should say our WiseCam product line is our most mature because we're already in V3. And instead of creating a brand new segment of product and just keeping our WiseCam V2 that 
everyone loves and, and users really engage with. It's an indoor camera, our V2 camera. And when we looked at our V3 camera, we when I look at it as a consumer, I feel like that could have totally been a product on its own. It's an indoor outdoor camera. It has brand new features, capabilities, functions. Everything is better. The lens is better. The low light capability is better. The IR is better. And so we could have called it like a wise cam plus, or we could have created a separate category of product, but we didn't. So part of our culture is our commitment to our users. And that's not something that you see every day in a company. Yeah, I agree. I think that's great. So um, question about your rapid growth. So I think it's it's super exciting, all the things that have that you've accomplished just even in the last couple of years. And you mentioned, was it 15 products that are in the, in the works? Did I get that right? Oh, so we, in 2021, we have uh, over 30 products that are oh, going to be launched. Mm -hmm. okay. And then we have probably over a hundred that are in R&D or some type of, um, you know, product scheduled to be launched in the future, but we have at least 30. Okay. Thank you for correcting me. That is yeah. a lot more than I had in my mind for some reason. So with that, again, that's really exciting stuff, but growing that rapidly obviously comes with its challenges as well. So mm -hmm. what are some of the challenges that you think WISE is facing as you're trying to potentially scale up that quickly? Absolutely. Um, you know, I would say talent is an area um, that we look at because we are trying to scale and work very quickly to be able to work closer with all of our users, people who test our products and working with our, our business partners. Um, you know, we trying to find the right people that can um, be able to join us very quickly and be able to scale with us very quickly with very little disruption to, um, you know, product lines that are planning to be launched. I would say, you know, that would probably be an area that would be challenging because, um, you know, in during a time when uh, everyone is, you know, most of these people aren't really looking to leave their jobs. Most of these people are very happy. Um, so I would say that finding people that have a domain in a specific niche in consumer IoT and in the products that we're trying to launch, that would probably be an area. Okay, interesting. Well, um, as I mentioned before, a lot of our students here at Foster are very interested in tech and very interested in startups. What sort of advice would you give students if they were interested in working at a company similar to WISE? You know, I would say that, um, so for, we've actually had some great success in the past with um, students that have come from Foster um, and continue to have passion and look into consumer IoT tech. Um, you know, some of the most successful people that have interned with us and for us have been people that have, um, you know, been entrepreneurs themselves and taken on projects um, that are aligned with um, either cameras um, or in consumer IoT um, in so many different areas. People that are really interested and really love to dabble in tech, like if they don't have that experience, but they have the passion for consumer products and they work with products, like I hear students sometimes will dabble in Raspberry Pi technology and, you know, um, you know, dabble with different purchase products and dabble in and um, 
inventing, being innovative on their own. I think playing around with consumer IoT products and, and being able to um, invent something on their own or, or um, being very creative. I think those are ways that show that you have passion for the industry and passion for the products. Um, there's always so, so many stories that I like to tell. Like for example, there's um, YouTubers out there that will take our products and um, repurpose it for other, other things. And one of the things that I, I saw that I was really wowed with was when we launched our WISE sensor kit. It's our third product that we launched, our first product for 2019. And um, there was a YouTuber that took that WISE sense device completely apart and turned it into an affordable WISE leak sensor. And they purchased a few components and now they're able to use uh, our mobile app to detect whether or not they have a leak in their, wherever it is they're trying to manage leaks. So in their home, some part of their life. So um, people can definitely get really creative with our products or products, uh, lifestyle brands, um, so much stuff that you can do. So students that are taking notes, make sure you take things apart. Is that is that the <laughs> lesson learned here? Pretty much, getting creative and and you know thinking about different ways that you can use a product. Because that one, that's one of my favorite products here at Wise. And there's so many different stories that I've heard of people putting that on, um, you know, pet food containers, cookie jar containers. They would put it on their garage doors, so that way they're notified when their garage door if it's open or closed. Um, you know, it's just such a flexible product. We even see people that have taken our cameras and connected it to um, a telescope to be able to see stars in the sky, activity in the sky, the moon in the sky, and take, uh, you know, clips and videos. So people use our products for, I feel like, just about anything and everything. That's great. I love to hear that. So how has the pandemic changed um, sort of the let's just say work environment in general, or, you know, specifically maybe the um, the sense of collaboration. I know startups are notorious for no, being known as co very collaborative. And uh, a lot of folks think that collaboration needs to be something that's done in person. So what what has the pandemic done and how has it changed the culture at all? Otherwise, just curious. Absolutely. We've always been a really collaborative team. When we were in person, our conference rooms were constantly overbooked for impromptu meetings. People really liked having on impromptu meetings, having uh, people, you know, right next to you tapping on the shoulder being like, hey, let's, you know, meet up and, um, you know, talk through whatever sketches or products that we're trying to think of um, or issues that come up. And so definitely um, it was a change. It was an adjustment. I would say the first a uh, few months, a lot of people uh, felt that they had to over communicate. And even now, you know, you'll see a little bit of over communication, but I think people have now um, found what works for them and found a rhythm uh, to be able to work. We have, um, I think it's being everyone being 100% remote, I think it makes it so everybody kind of is on the same page. Uh, everybody is on the same page when it comes to when you have meetings, when you have, um, you know, want to connect with people, you know, it's kind of easy to see everyone's calendar and be able to all get on a Zoom call or all get, get on a Google Meets call or, or something like that, right? It's easy to get everybody on a call now because you can see everybody's calendars and everybody's there and you can just see everybody um, in person. I think people have 
bound, sorry, not in person, but everyone, you're able to be able to see people through some type of outlet and have communication and be able to connect with people. We also use Slack. Um, so there's a lot of different channels that we utilize to communicate with. I think the challenge that will come up um, in the future as we start um, building eventually going back into the office um, where a lot of companies are looking at hybrid and we are one of them. We're considering a hybrid model. I think that will pose a little bit of a challenge for uh, not just us, but everybody in the marketplace because you're going to have a handful of people that will be remote and a handful of people that will be remote but close enough to the office to still have impromptu meetings. Yeah, that will be interesting for sure. And one of the things that I've seen in working with industry throughout the, the pandemic is that a lot of folks want to say that working remotely is either better or worse. But honestly, what it sounds like to me is that it's not better or worse, it's just different, right? Mm -hmm. So I think for some reason people want to bucket it into saying, well, it's much better to be in person or it's much, you know, it's a lot harder to be um, in person or, or remote. Um, but I think it's really just different. And I think it's a true testament to just how the work, the workforce in general will change over the next several generations and in, in how we all work on a day-to-day -day basis. So we shall see. Um, <clears throat> so Karen, before we finish up today, the last thing I want to do is, um, is ask you to share advice. So if, if there are students here at Foster that are interested in opportunities specifically at WISE, what should they do? Where should they go? How should they look for these opportunities? Well, definitely always take a look at our website. So www.wise.com forward slash careers is where we post all of our open requisitions. And if they don't see a requisition that's um, open, then definitely, but you know, they feel connected with, um, you know, definitely there's usually a general posting that we have up for them to apply to. We utilize an applicant tracking system where we have three recruiters now here at WISE where we all look through the candidates who apply and review resumes. Um, and if they're not able to um, find a requisition, then they can definitely connect with us through LinkedIn to touch base. Um, they can also send us an email at recruiting at WISE.com and we'll do our best to be able to help in whichever way we can to see if there's an opportunity that either is available or coming on the horizon. All right, awesome. Thank you, Karen. And just for those students that are listening, because you can't see, um, WISE is W-Y-Z-E, just for reference. I should have started with that at the beginning. And I guess just out of curiosity, really, really quick, Karen, before we finish, is there any meaning behind the name or that we know of, or was it just something that came out of the thin air. <laughs> <laughs> so in our YouTube videos, actually, there's um, a couple of videos that showcase when our founders are in the conference room trying to think of names and trying to think of the name wise. And um, so the name came through, uh, you know, a, a conference of them getting together to think of um, how they came up with wise. But what I always like to say is um, when is uh, we are very wise. So uh, it's I just like another it. <laughs> way to, to spell it, um, but we are very wise. I love that. Thanks, Karen. And I bet, I bet a lot of our marketing students would be interested in how, how new companies are, are even coming up with names. That is a, 
really interesting process. And I think a lot of companies actually hire consulting firms to do that for them, from my understanding. <laughs> so Karen, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate all your insights into WISE um, as a business, as a culture, and then also um, regarding opportunities if any of our students are interested. So thank you for your time today. It was a pleasure and we look forward to seeing you either virtually or on campus again soon. Chris, thank you so much for the time. Thank you for inviting us to this event, me to this event. Really appreciate um, the call out and appreciate our, um, you know, being able to connect with University of Washington students. Thank you. Of course, for always a pleasure and stay wise. <laughs> <laughs>